You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. All right, I will say this podcast does end with that deer, and it's great stories, so I'm told. Uh, just, just interestingly enough, we're going to take a little bit of extra time today. We're not going to rush this uh, per suggestion from Braden, which I like. Yeah, so yeah. it's almost like old school restless native days, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, we can appreciate. Um, I want to say, we, we almost have an unspoken rule now where, like, you don't overshare your story because mm-hmm. we really, like, we're rolling in. And have uh, I don't know where this mug came from. This <laughs> 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 relics. I didn't realize when I grabbed this morning. It's a Jerry relic. Um, it's a mug that says Jesus was an American, and it's uh, Jesus with a cowboy hat on, with an American flag shirt on, under his robe, and he's holding the T Rex. And I think it's probably a little bit of a poke, uh, and, you know, at religion. Uh, I don't know. I'm not trying to be blasphemous, but I'm just calling out. I didn't. I didn't pick that up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we come in, and literally, like everybody's got their coffee here in the morning. I don't know. Jacob has water. Yeah, you know, me and Jacob both need to hydrate up. Yeah, I think after this weekend yeah. we're talking about. But I don't know anything about this. I've seen a photo, and it's I've a, seen a photo yeah. of Derek's butt. Yeah. But we don't know what happened, and I'm told there's good stories. So, like, literally, when we come in, we're not pretending to not know things on this show. There's a rule where, like, you don't overshare your story. Now, it's I terrible. overshared to the thread. <laughs> uh, these guys have heard about some of my suffering because, like, I kept having you know, just tragedy after tragedy, it seemed like. It wasn't like a bad hunting weekend. It's just like so close a couple times. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that's the format. We're going to roll with it. Braden and I are going to go through some stuff first. I'll, I'll just kick it off of yep. like, do you, I, I have a question. Do you guys think the rut was in? Yeah. 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 I think yeah. it still I think, is, too. I think here. Yeah. And I know it's like a, so like per deer, it's a tight window. Mm-hmm. But it's not like they're, they're not like completely synced. But it's, oh, it's, it's now. It's yeah. right. Yeah. Like the, the, Six Point, who was just begging to die because he kept coming back to my stand yesterday, mm-hmm. was the biggest year and a half year old deer I've ever seen. He was swollen up. He looked like those pimples. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He was like shoulders. He, yeah, but he was so swollen up top. That's what I almost shot him um, coming into me because at first I was, his body looked really wide, and then he got closer, and I'm like, that's a young deer. But he had a, a six point rack, a deer that came in same age. Uh, later had just two chopsticks, mm-hmm. uh, which was interesting. So, like, if this guy makes it, I think yeah. he'll be, a, like, at the pace. He's kind of like that deer I shot over there. That was a young deer, too, but just had this, like, yeah. really good, good genetics. Good genetics. Oh, I right. almost wondered if he's, like, a th- or a, a two, mm-hmm. you know, could, because they have, they will get off, off cycle if they don't get bred, and they can ha- you can have, like, most deer right now are a half, Very but nice. they can be. I, I shot, the one downstairs was aged to be a three-year-old. Yeah. Um, so it can't happen. So maybe he's a little bit older, maybe. but, uh, dude, he was, he was running in the morning. He was trotting in. He came back by. Yeah. Well, he wasn't even making sound. He's just, you can see he was like on the trail, which he followed my scent drag right over to me and then went in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he walked through and then he came back through later sniffing around. Uh, and then that night when I, I'm like four o'clock on the dot three nights in a row they started like that was when all hell started breaking loose he came back in running a big doe that i would have shot if but it was through trees it was like not a clean shot she was moving she was running the way she came in i knew a buck was coming in behind her so i'd already like kind of framed up and i'm looking and i see this body coming through the woods again and i'm freaking six point man like every time but uh, I was just curious if you guys thought the rut was in, because I, I almost asked you when you, but I know how it is, like you shoot a deer, you text your buddies, and then your hands are all bloody and everything, so I try not to be too uh, too much of a pest, but it sounds like we're in, we're in Louisville, Kentucky, Braden hunted not too far from here, Braden was, or Derek was not too far from here, and I was I was east uh, of here, so it seems like this area, things are humming. Yeah. Do you guys see good bread activity, like you, besides your deer, mm-hmm. saw a lot of other motion. Yeah. 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 And even this morning driving in here. I mean, I'm oh, seeing yeah. deer moving along Shoot, the side were, of the highway. There were bucks, dead bucks yep. littered on the Snyder this yeah. morning. Yeah, you didn't have your saw to like start. <laughs> no, it's nothing yeah. worth it's nothing worth yeah. Yeah. Spikes. I, I know you think about it. I, you're oh, you're yeah. definitely, yeah, Derek's definitely yeah. Coming it. back from our property the other afternoon or whatever, there was a, a nice buck laying on the side of Dixie Highway. Oh, yeah. And I was like, mm, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, went the, I've never done it, but I have come back for them, and they were already 
decapitated. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's legal. You can just heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I honestly I don't know. There, I don't know. Well, now that I'm, there's like harvest there's, permits. Especially there's, there's a harvest right. permit, but I mean, the head you're not eating. I don't know. Kentucky's is I thought around the meat. So yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, people I know that do it don't cut the whole heads off. They're usually just out there with sauce, just hacking the antlers off. Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't count. Even that, I don't know because I've heard. People, I think it was in Ohio, it might have been on the O2 show, they were talking about, like, with um, CWD, mm-hmm. they have, like, a deer die on your property. Yeah. You can call DNR and be like, hey, this is what happened, come check out the deer. And then a lot of times, you can ask, like, can I have a harvest permit for the rack? And then they'll give it to you. you I'm struggling. Right I, I flipped the mic to the side I'm not used to, so now I can't drink my coffee. <laughs> so I would imagine a buck on the side of the road would be a similar situation. Yeah, I honestly, don't know. And then, I honestly don't know what the rules are in Kentucky. What I meant by that was I've never, I've never considered doing this. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. That's what I figured you were saying. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I just want to clarify for my friends at Kentucky Fish. There's <laughs> got to be something in place that, so poachers aren't just, like, Killing deer, taking the rack. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Um, so the I'll just give like my my real quick rundown here because I don't have a good story. Um, my I haven't scouted this property a ton. I had hunted out there before. I had this shredded up area that's like a deer intersection highway, and I hunted here opening day last year too. Uh, because with COVID, the there's been so many more people in the woods. The last two seasons have been insane shots fired in the morning. Like, I, literally, in 2020, there were 100 shots fired before 8 a.m. I know I sound like I'm making that up. I am not. I promise you. It used to always be around 40 or 50. Or like No, I think the highest I'd gotten was, like, in the high 40s. And then it doubled with COVID. Yeah. Last year, it was a lot of shots throughout the day. Yeah. Um, opening day, only count, I counted, a, I say only, I counted 103 shots. This counts one idiot who fired off 10 rounds. I have no idea what was going on oh, there. boy. Uh, but there's a lot of double tap action where I'm at. Um, I feel like either they're shooting two deer or somebody can't shoot very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's it's like not even a, a time to to rack another like that. <laughs> two people want to shoot. It could be that too. Two deer. It could be that too. Because a lot of these you know are hunting cornfields, and I'm sure there's yeah. deer out grazing. Um, but so it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. And my whole strategy was getting in this buck. It's like where is a bedding area. And I knew that he was not going to be there like throughout the day because he's going to be at the does. I know this, but my bet was that with all the chaos of opening day, like it has been, that they would be traveling where they're comfortable because that's that's what I've seen in the past. Like even when they're running, like on opening, when with gun season they've been running all over. They they tend to hide on these field edges, right? In the in the thicket, did not pan out. Like literally, I, I did it Friday night on the last day of archery. And I did see like good movement coming through, so I thought I was going into the right plan. Um, I saw very few deer uh, come through. I saw a five point. There's a ton of bucks out there. It's just they're all really young right now. Um, I don't know what this means for the like buck doe ratio, but I mean I've I've seen mostly bucks over the last few days. What a problem to have. I, well, I hunted through. Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what that means for long term. I don't know. I don't understand yeah. this stuff well enough. I'd like to talk to Lindsay Thomas about what I've seen. And, right. And also, it's super anecdotal because I'm hunting 70 acres. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. But uh, there are does that do typically hang. Like, they, they hang tight on that property. I mean, they're always consistently, like, clockwork at certain spots. But um, so I, I hunted there all day Saturday, and I I did my thing where I'm like, because, like, I know I have 30 minutes of shooting light left, but I can't see anything in this ravine. Yeah. It's, like, tight and dark. So I always get down a little bit early because I'm like, if I can, I, I really want to spot and stalk a deer yeah, on man. this property. Yeah. Like I'm going to, actually I could have done it this weekend and I decided not to. This was telling you before, like the work. But I get down and I start walking out and I see a doe and I didn't realize she had two uh, yearlings with her. So I'm like, I want to take this deer. Yeah. And I get around and I start creeping up. And had not seen a good buck all day, and I'm, I'm walking up, I'm super focused on this doe, and I, I'm creeping, I get within like 80 yards of this doe, and I see movement to my side, and it is a big deer, big body, I'm like, that is a monster doe, I'm going to shoot this one. I turn, and she's gone, and then I see something, and it's it's like I could see the head, and I'm like, that looks like a buck. And then I thought it was like seeing a tree because it was, I mean, literally it was 10 minutes shooting like left, yeah. you know. And it was the same freaking situation as last year when I passed on that big wide buck because I was like huffing and puffing. But I wasn't breathing hard or anything. Like I was yeah. calm, cool, and collected here. So I'm like, I'm going to shoot this thing. Uh, pull up. And it's not just his head. It was kind of like an illusion. 
I've got full body. I'm like, this is a broadside shot on this deer. I get up and I'm moving off of safety. And right before I even get to safety, he bolts. But it was a tall rack, dude. I mean, it's one of the biggest deer I've ever seen out there. And I'm like, this is good. I'm coming yeah. back, right? Like, I'm coming back the next day. So then I, <laughs> I get up and I, I had this doe in, in my sights for like the last eight minutes here. I'm like, do I want to do this? Because now I'm like, I'm like, I'm coming back tomorrow. This is gonna make my night so much longer. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a processor up the road, but he's a 30 minute drive. That's gonna put me an hour back going back home. It's gonna at least be an hour more here. And I just like talk myself out of it logistically, which is yeah. so stupid. But yeah. like, I'm now I've seen this buck. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if I shoot, there's a chance he goes somewhere. I don't know. I just went through all this logic, and I'm gotta like, be worth the drag, man. That is 100. percent Well, and like, and she was a good doe. She would have been even bigger than that little. Stupid buck. I, ended up, I shouldn't say that. Uh, yeah. Mr. I don't want to be derogatory. Yeah, but if you've heard episode one, you know what? I made a mistake last year and thought I was shooting a little doe, and it turned out to be a spike buck that had like nothing. You yeah. couldn't even see it. So go back to episode one, listen to that. But the the gist of this is, I did not shoot, and then I go back in. I I scouted and I found um, a a new tree that. Uh, well, the, the saddle has changed my system. This is awesome because I used to be bound to wherever I would move a climber to, which is a lot of work and a lot of noise. But I was going to find a tree, and this dude had already put up um, the trophy line system. Oh, I'm that's like, funny. Well, I'm just going to use that. He probably was on the mine. exact tree. <laughs> I walked in to see if this tree's alive because I'm like, that's the tree. Yeah. And there's a, there's a trail camera. Listen, so this guy definitely saw me coming in. I walk up, and this dude, this dude already had his trophy line system set up. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to come back and use his setup. And I didn't, I didn't take my sticks. I was, I was trying to decide, like, is that a douche move or not? And I, I was like, I don't know. Pat, the guy that owns the property, has always told me to hunt whatever's there. Uh-huh. And to me, anybody else hunting this property knows that there's a ton of people. Like, we all kind of – this is like Pat's – Pat owns a bunch of property, and this is the property that when people ask to hunt, we all share this one spot, right? Like, they'll end up being probably 10 people hunt this property over the, the course of the season. And so he's always told me to go for it. So I just did it. I didn't even message Pat. Uh, cause I was like, he's always told me to use whatever's there. What's his is mine. So I went for All it. Right. And to me, if you're leaving up your saddle kit, like you're kind of on that property, you kind of know that that's probably going to happen. Right. So I set up next day. I'm going to try to end my story here. Cause it's not even the good one, but I did set up on the corner where they're traveling through. This is like Zach Vakirovich has looked at this property on the map and he's like, that's the spot. And it is, but I've never been able to hunt where I wanted to. I always had to hunt like a hundred. That's where I shot that deer from last year, a hundred yards the other direction. The wind blows poorly, like from that side, but that's where the stand was. So I was in the best wind. I'm in the best corner. Like I had a hundred and thirty yard view um, all, all across. Like literally, you know, this much of my view. And then I'm looking down into the woods where these deer are passing through. And I would have ha- had a sh- decent shot with a rifle. Probably wouldn't have done it with a bow because it was some brush here and there. But um, I'm like, this is awesome. And I had great action in the morning, great action in the evening. And then never, I saw three or four bucks come through in the evening and none of them were the buck I was looking for. But then I, I did the whole thing where I climbed back out. Cause I'm like, at this point, I'm still <coughs> feeling like they're over in this other field. They were. So now when I go back, I tried to shoot a doe last night and, um, I, I didn't have the direction, like there's houses. So you have to be yeah. mindful, pass through or miss. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I ended up walking around and trying to sneak back, and uh, they they busted me, so I didn't get a, a shot at them. But I, uh, I'm i going to go back with the saddle now because I can come out. It, it kind of like the property goes out straight, and then it uh, veers off to, to each side, and then it comes back in with these fingers. Mm-hmm. And so there's like two or three fingers at the end of the property that come in. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I can now hunt this finger, um, which I've hunted there once before with a climber stand, but that's where now I've got some like visuals. That's where they're, I don't know what they're eating in, in that field, but there's something that Pat, like in that concentration of area, they're coming back to you to graze at night. So I'm going to go there and just hope for the best. I'm probably going to go Thursday or Friday. Jacob booked a Thursday meeting for me. So I'm going towards Friday. <laughs> so. I did it early enough that hopefully you have time. I would have time. I still might go Thursday, but anyways, that's my <clears> game plan for coming back into this is like hoping that there's still action. Cause I know, like, there's a point, and I'm sure you've hunted enough late season, like, it's not going to be this good mm-hmm. in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, this is kind of it. So, in terms of the the volume of deer, um, I'm not about that all day sit to see two deer life. We so, should take that, a second. It's always rough. We should take a second to talk about the fact that it snowed on opening day of rifle season yep. here, and that mm-hmm. is, like, 
by the book, in my mind, the best hunt. Oh, yeah. Snow on the ground. I'm glad that you enjoyed awesome. it. Oh, I love I'm it. I'm glad y'all loved it. I loved it. it. Yeah. You all are cracking me up because you're in the group up. text, like, freezing, and I'm like, well, buy, dude, buy some wool. Like, no. It's not that bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I would have been warm, but I, my, I deleted this app because it was 12 degrees off on what it said that area was going to be. And my wife and I have been arguing because our, our apps have been – 10 consistently 10 to 15 degrees apart and i'm like no my app's the best you go home and you're like you were right yeah i can see it because <laughs> uh, she even laughed at me she's like literally the boy scouts had a thing that morning and, and she's like you knew it was gonna be 30 degrees in louisville i was like i thought his app was wrong because mm. mine is always right and so i got there and i'm like oh my god it's so much colder than what i thought and i pull it out and i'm looking at it I'm like this is so wrong from what you said it was yeah. going to be <laughs> the yeah. blowing pers- precipitation was well blown. it was funny too because i was I kind of looked at like where everybody was. I mean, I roughly knew where everyone was in relation to where I was in the state. So I knew I was getting everything first yep, before yeah. the rest of everyone else in our group chat. So Yeah, I was the last. Yeah, so I'm sitting there and like it started freezing rain before the sun even came up where I was. Yep, and then cuz we were probably right yeah, around I was the same. sunrise. When I yeah. got up to my platform like 5 minutes later ice. Yep. And then snow started coming down right around shooting light and then it got I mean there was See, moments of like heavy wind and snow like yeah. white out conditions. Yep. And then, you know, an hour later, 2 hours later, you all start texting exactly what I saw the yeah. an hour before or whatever. Well, I didn't get exactly cuz you all were posting sending pictures of snow. I I barely saw snow. There was there was oh. snow falling at you one just point. Sleet? It was just sleet, dude. I'm just getting <laughs> soaked. Dude, yeah. I was getting soaked. But I got legit flakes, like big flakes. Yeah, oh, I yeah. will say I will say it is a hole in my kit. I do not have great gear for high 30s and wet. Like that is a that's a it's, yeah. a, it's hard to do. So I wore a jacket that is waterproof mm-hmm. and really warm. I would have worn another layer base layer under that had I realized it was going to be that cold. Yeah. Um, the other one is the the pants. Like I have the sanctuary bibs yeah. that are awesome. They're not meant to get wet though, right? Like uh, you, you know, they're they're. I mean, if it's snowing, you're not soaking. You know, it's not the same. Yeah. Um, I wore those yesterday though. Totally fine. That's what day. I was wearing opening day. It was my sanctuary. Really? And like, did it, they not soak in? A little bit, but not too bad. Well, that's good to know because I've but always I, just assumed those aren't meant to get wet. Yeah, I mean, in my experience with them, they can get a little wet. I'm definitely not going to wear them in like a monsoon or anything like that. I, like, it's not rain gear. Yeah. Uh, but they do have some degree of you know moisture protection well, in there. Like resistant. A, D, a DWR yeah. treatment. Well, to, to me, yeah. so this says a little bit different of like what I was getting because um, I my jacket that I did wear. It has a shell, but the outer layer was still wet the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it took in – I had that much – Well, like, yeah, so, I mean, Saturday night when I got home, like, I had to throw my stuff in the dryer. Yeah. And, and more so just because of the pockets. Yeah. We're all wet because, like, I don't like wearing gloves when I hunt, so I put my hands in my pocket a lot. Yeah. So, from taking my hands out, them getting wet, then going back into the pockets, just that over and over again, like, the insides of my pockets got well pretty wet. It was, like, eight degrees colder yesterday, and I was warmer because mm-hmm. I just – properly layered yeah literally i was I mean, andrew was kind of laughing at me but then he's like well to be fair it has been 70 degrees yeah. i usually screw it up once yeah. and that's when i was wearing shorts friday well yeah. i feel like your the day before i feel like my body always needs time to adjust to the colder temperatures well, too like i just the- usually script the layers once and then you're like okay now i remember mm-hmm. what yeah. i am so yeah. but i was wearing shorts on friday the day before opening yeah. day shorts yeah. and, a, and a t-shirt running around here and then the next day we're getting snowed on so you're eating a mayonnaise and spam sandwich. <laughs> spam and a mayonnaise sandwich in my shorts. Yep. And then woke up freezing your butt off. Yeah. All right, Broken Braden. Marble red. <laughs> What'd you see, Braden? Uh, so hunted the uh, private. We had we got access to we as in Phil. Um, Philly goat. Philly the goat. And uh, I hadn't been out there since they cut the corn down, and it's totally like new <laughs> new ball game. Um, I mean, like most of the property was just covered in rows of corn and so we had a certain way of hunting it, and then just chopped it all down and it's just wide open field which is like did that get them moving um i mean yeah from from what i would assume uh the like we we hadn't really seen deer archery i guess it's also there. rut so you're kind of getting yeah that's what i was saying is like, i don't really know if it's the corn getting cut down or the time of year it's probably a little Seeing bit of any geeses feeding on uh, <laughs> corn i didn't see any when we All were right. out there but we'll talk yeah we'll, we'll talk see later. but uh but no it was cool we it's kind of like that very traditional hoosier hunting you know like hunting over a, a big open cornfield and so um it was awesome to be able to get up in a tree and like have sight lines of like hundreds of yards in almost every direction um and there was actually five of us that morning 
that went out there. So that was really fun. Um, another buddy from high school and then some younger guys. And, uh, but yeah, so I got up in a tree, like kind of in a, in a tree line, um, that basically had fields on either side and got up, like I was telling Derek, got up ice and then snow and then all this. So it was like, not only is it totally new ball game hunting these open fields, it's now like ice and snow. And so not really knowing exactly what to expect, but um, I don't know if the this buck to my right was bedded um, where I saw him or if he snuck in on me. But um, after a while, like I'm just, you know, scanning, looking around and I basically see just like, like that part, like just like the top part mm-hmm. of, of a rack mm-hmm. on either side. And it's kind of in some tall grass and just like moving back and forth, like looking around. Um, and then it just goes down and like I... I didn't see it. And so I'm like, huh, like, that's weird. I'm going to hang out here and just like, see if he stands up. And, uh, he didn't. So like I, I grunted at him just like a real deep grunt, like, and he pops up, looks around again. And I was like, dang, okay, well he's, he's interested. So I start texting Phil I'm like rattle now, buddy, rattle, <laughs> rattle, rattle. Cause I'm, I'm tagged out. I can't shoot this bug. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, rattle, rattle. He's not texting me back. I'm like, Phil, Phil, <laughs> Phil, Phil. And so he's kind of across the field. And I was trying to see if we could get him to jump up and kind of head his direction. And he rattled. He popped his head up and kind of looked around again. And then uh, Phil's like, dude, I'm I'm coming. I'm coming to shoot this thing. So text everybody in the group, like, don't shoot Phil. He's about to be in the middle of the field. <laughs> and um, so he starts, like, you know, moving through the field. And I can see him the whole time kind of – he's just, like, sneakily moving through the field. And about, like, he gets 10 yards into the field. The buck, like, stands up. And I moving look over through it. corn quietly is not yeah. easy. Well, there's no corn. I mean, it's just mud. Like, well, they had cut down the cord. Yeah, but there's still, there's like, stalks. yeah, stalks. the stalks is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, and and a layer of ice, too. So Yeah, oh, yeah. literally worse. so loud yeah. going over Worse conditions. But he was stalking. trying to be sneaky, sneaky, and uh, then the deer. Was the wind in his favor? Um, Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, where he was at, yeah. And, um, but anyway, he stands up and, like, starts to walk, like, deeper into the woods, and it's kind of like a like a basically a straight tree line and there's a culvert and so phil's kind of trying to like run parallel to him and basically the deer got ahead of him and then headed over some other property and i ended up i got down i had to leave um to go meet another buddy but uh he got to the culvert and he saw like where the buck crossed the culvert and to get to um some more trees and then he hung out in that corner and never was able to see him again um but yeah, so that was our like our morning session. Went out, got food, came back, hunted the evening, um, hunted a different spot uh, with another one of my buddies. Um, that it was that same property. But we hunted a different spot there. Still on corn. Yeah, that yeah yeah. Just like a big open was a cornfield and it's cut down, and uh, we didn't see anything where me and uh, Pat were, but uh, Phil and Owen saw four deer. I think it was total, um, and basically like had a doe just come zipping by at 60 yards like through the field and just could not get her to stop and it was just you know like giving it your best but couldn't get her to stop so um they didn't get a shot and then phil actually went out yesterday i couldn't get out but uh, he ripped uh, a few shots at some does and uh missed so uh, <laughs> he said they were out there too yeah he said it was yeah it was pretty far um so you know we're like the, we've got the did property the deer run out. or did they uh he said so he shot at one and it left and then another one was just hanging out eating so he shot a couple times at that one <laughs> we, we were in times. texas yeah. we were in texas one time and this dude uh was shooting at deer and missing badly yeah and, and the deer are just like standing there the whole time like yeah pew, right yeah. under it the bullets landing on its feet and this was with, i was with jeremiah yeah and uh the Jeremiah's like, what are you doing? Like, try again. I think he cut the guy off after like three shots because yeah. it's like something yeah, ain't right here. Yeah. But the deer didn't move, dude. It was yeah. the bullet was bouncing under the deer. Jeremiah said, I could see the gravel under the deer, and, yeah. and he's like, the thing did not move at all. I've heard of that. Uh, I mean, I guess it's just like it's so loud they well, can't like pinpoint like, well, oh, it's right too, there. Too, if you're far enough away. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's gun season. Yeah. Then like think about like where I am. There's blasts going off all the time, and right. the deer aren't moving. Yeah. And if it, it if the deer can't didn't hear the yeah. bullet, so it's yeah. kind of funny. But he said they went back into the tree line and just kind of like were looking around and anything and just like came back. He he he. I guess he got down. I don't know what happened, but he didn't get more shots at him. But 
we we I mean we know how they're moving through there now, and so it, I mean by this weekend we'll. So Indiana's a one buck tag too, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I get one antler, two antlerless, yeah. or three antlerless, but I've already got my antler. So okay, two more right. does hopefully this year coming. But all right, well, uh, who wants to go first here? The Battle of the Bucks. Yeah. You were the first to text, yeah, so let's just yeah. First. I got mine opening day. Yeah. Um, oh, but uh, so a little backstory, I guess. For those that aren't familiar, um, I'm hunting our family's property that I do most of my deer hunting at. Um, I've been after this buck for about a month. I saw him the first time about a month ago, bow hunting. He was like 160 yards out in the middle of a field, daylight. That was the first and only time I got like a really good look at this buck. And he has some features on him that I was able to identify that this is this buck. Um, one of the biggest being like not a crab claw but he's got like a little nub coming up on the tip of his main beams um so and he's just a big deer so i've been seeing him in this one spot in particular um and that's where i've been bow hunting for the most part and every time i've bow hunted back in this area this season i've been seeing a couple small bucks there's been like a fork running around back there a couple or sorry, there's been a spike and then a couple forks running around back there. How many times you've been out? Um, archery season so far, seven or eight probably back there um, yeah. in that area. And every time I've seen at least one, if not two, or all of these little bucks back there, um, and some does. And I've kind of started slowly piecing that area back together and kind of piecing their their patterns, like what they're doing. They're they're bedding a little bit further up, actually under some power lines that are back there. And then in the morning they're coming down, feeding on these acorns in the woods, and then they're coming out into this field, which is where I saw him. That when I was hunting about a month ago, the first time I saw him in this field. But then from there I didn't know for sure, but I had pretty good reason to believe that they were cutting into another section of woods back where I actually have a ladder stand set up from previous years, and. Also, going back to those little bucks, a lot of the times when I would see those little bucks when I'd be out bow hunting, I could tell that there was another buck out there, but I can never see that other buck. And like, I had, Just by their behavior? Yep. Yeah. And, and I could sometimes even hear him. And then a couple times, I'm almost certain I saw him, but it was before shooting light. Mm, and, the gray ghost. And eh? No, <laughs> the there's a lot ghost. of gray ghost references with this buck because <clears throat> I can just always know that he was out there, but I would never really get really good eyes on him outside I that saw that yesterday, time. the spike that mm-hmm. walked in got super skittish Mm -hmm. uh it is fun you can definitely tell that they know i've seen that with turkeys too they'll do the same thing oh yeah turkeys especially yeah um and actually something kind of like that comes up in the story later but um (laughs) (laughs) but uh because like earlier in the season i saw these two little forks they were kind of just sparring with each other a little bit just playing trying their antlers out and every time that they would kind of get into it for a little bit they'd both stop and they'd look up and look over at the same direction (laughs) how we doing dad yeah like (laughs) we're doing it right and then they go back to it and uh and then, like I said, I saw this buck a couple other times in real low light, but I just it, I could tell it was a big buck, big headgear. I'm like, man, it's got to be the same buck. So opening morning, get out there. I'm torn. I was like, what am I gonna? Where am I gonna set up? And I did not know up to the point when I parked my truck still where I was going. I had all my saddle stuff to go hunt where I had been bow hunting and seeing them, or like I said, I knew that they were coming out into this field and then cutting back into the woods to an area where I have a ladder stand set up. And with, you know, the snow, freezing rain, sleet, everything like that, hunting in the saddle is hard with layering because you, yep, you're going to, that's my only complaint I guess I have about saddle hunting is layering is not easy when you're saddle hunting. I had a hard time moving the gun around yesterday. Well, it just, the, the hike out there, you're going to get hot. You're going to get sweaty. I, I wear, oh, I put my bibs on at the tree. No. Oh, at the tree. Yeah. yeah. But I try to wear as little as possible when I'm actually hiking out yeah, there and then I get set up, up into the saddle or yeah. whatever. And then I'll start adding more layers. Cause you all joke, I'm an Eskimo. Like I, I get hot easy. So, um, I decided I was actually sweating in those sanctuaries yesterday. Oh, yeah. Like they're so warm. Oh yeah. So I decided I'm going to go set up at this ladder stand. I just feel like it's a safer option, and I just kind of have a gut feeling that they're going to end up there later in the day. I might not see them right first thing, first light, but but they're going to hopefully end up, they, they should end up there later. So I go get up, set up in the ladder stand. Uh, rain, freezing rain, snow, we all talked about that. Um, at this point, I mean, there's a good amount of snow on the ground out where I am. Um, noon rolls around. I've seen about four doe in the morning up to this point, all small. Um Nothing I wanted to take a shot at. Really, only one of them even gave me a shot. Um, noon rolls around. I eat my bologna and cheese sandwich. And Important detail. Yes, yes, bologna and cheese. And 
<laughs> so craft singles. Yeah. Okay. Craft hmm. American singles. American cheese product. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it's about an hour after that. It was about one o'clock. And I'm in that like post lunch like days. I'm kind of got a full belly. I'm kind of like zoning out a little bit. Woke up at four, right? So I'm a little tired. And that's when all the that's when all the good stories happen. By yep. the way, this is when you should be most alert. And I catch something, kind of takes my attention. I look up, and it's those two forks. And they they came from my left. And the way that this ladder stand set up, you really can't see much coming from the left until it's almost right in front of you. And so they're they both come out right in front of me. I'm like, oh, hey, it's those dudes I've been seeing all season. And I think to myself, I'm like, well, if they got a decent doe with her that doesn't have a fawn, because I just don't like shooting does with fawns. I just think to myself, if they have a decent doe around her, I might take her. And as soon as I think that, here comes a decent doe alone by herself right behind these two forks. And I'm like, well, okay, that easy enough. So I get my rifle because I had it kind of in my lap, and I'm, like, slowly moving, getting it set So you up. weren't set on killing the big one. You're like, whatever I can do. Yeah, so yeah. I'm kind of in a venison crisis right now with my yeah. freezer. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a freezer. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. getting there, which is why I'm, like, angsty over my decisions on yeah. the weekend. Yeah, my, my venison freezer is getting a little low, so yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll put a doe in the freezer at least. I don't yeah. want to spin my buck tag quite yet. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm not going to shoot one of these forkies. Yeah, right. And uh, as I'm turning and getting the rifle set up, I can tell that she has – a buck on her and I, i'm initially thinking okay it's maybe one of these four right nope how could you tell just her mannerisms the way she's acting she's walking she's got her mouth open she's walking real low to the ground like i i think she's in heat yeah mm. and, and horny girl yeah and uh the cougar she's chasing the two younger boys <laughs> yeah well and that's what kind of threw it off to me too is like you know I, I'm only catching them in a snapshot real quick, right? But why are they in front of her? Yeah. And, and all of this is running through my head very quickly as I'm, like, getting set up, and then that's when I see him come he, up. He, like They were probably on her, and he ran them off. I think yeah. that uh. I think all three of them were after her, and he's the big boy yeah. in town, and they're not getting close to him yeah. right, or her. So I see him, and it, it, I did not have time to even think about it. Yeah. I, I have the rifle up because I was getting ready to put it on her. I just move a little bit more to my left, put him in the scope, he, I can see his antler because he's kind of walking a little bit. I see his antlers real quick, and I just I quickly, I'm like, that's him. And he takes another couple steps forward, stops, puts his head down, and his head's behind a tree, but I have perfect broadside view of his vitals. And one of those situations, no time to even think about it. <laughs> I didn't even hear the gun go off. Yeah. I, I just, it just, just rip it off. Shoot. Let him have it, baby. And, and he dropped. Didn't go 20. Oop. Didn't go Didn't 20. go 20. He just dropped right there in his tracks. No kidding. Heart shot? No, double lunged him. Um, he but but he just there. went down wow. right there. Wow. And, and he wasn't dead like right there on the set. He kind of sat there for, I don't know, maybe a minute before he expired. But Wow. Um. That's awesome. Look dropped at you, him, man. Dropped him right there. We'll drop in some photos for anybody yeah. uh, watching okay. the clips yeah. here. But that and Derek, I'm sure, is going to share the trophy eventually here. It's already, on, already on. Yeah, yeah, I'm not good about that. I, I post that way early. I don't wait for uncensored. No, you don't need to wait. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. I was just saying that it's on your profile pinned at the top. So, yep. yeah, the text started coming in. Or you sent one text, I think. You yeah. said, like, big just buck down. Big buck. Yeah, or yeah. Something like that. That's yep. what it was. You just shot a big buck. That's well, what. and I've learned, like, you know, he went down, but I was still sitting there in my stand, rifle on him for, you know, five, ten minutes, just making sure he's not moving. Yeah. And I finally convinced myself, like, he is not moving. He is mm-hmm. down. And so start getting all my stuff together, put it up in my pack, climb down the tree, get down to the base of the tree, kind of cluck myself, start walking up towards him, get up to him, hands on him. That's when I sent the first picture, I guess, mm-hmm. out yeah. to to the group text or whatever. Bloody snow. Yep. And then, so I kind of have like the, a moment of reverence, if you will, with the deer. Like, you know, I, I didn't like that I had to kill you, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's necessary, you know. And so I'm, I'm kind of just sitting there over the deer, just having a little moment, and I hear something moving behind me. And I turn and look over my right shoulder, and one of those forks is probably five to ten feet behind me. <laughs> no kidding. Could've, what about me, man? Could have no, reached smack. out. Could have reached smack. out. Dude, yep. He's probably saying thank you. No, he, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we can go get some. It, well, and that's kind of what, what I thought because I slowly just kind of turn around. I'm not moving real quick, and he's just standing there looking at me. And you can tell in my thought process, going back to what we were talking about with turkeys, my thought process is he probably saw that the big boy was down and had a chance to kick him while he's down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Turkeys and, will do that. Yep. And, and, but then you could tell that 
the little guy kind of realized like oh i messed up because yeah. he starts getting like he starts shaking like <laughs> no i can kidding. see this buck Dad? shaking and he's like Dad. <laughs> and he gets real alert and i kind of just looking over my shoulder at him and i'm like kind of thinking in my head like hey, dude go like yeah you're supposed to run now. Yeah, well yeah. You, like you he's out of the picture like yeah. go get your girl <laughs> but uh so he finally realizes something's on and he flags and jumps and bounds off and that was it so and then the other part of the story jacob will get this old uncle buddy um i text uncle buddy because he's out there hunting with us and i was like hey i got a buck down and he goes you need you need help getting him out i was like i'm fine for now i can do everything on my own like it's not a far drag into the field i can drive my truck up to where it is i can field dress him i can do everything myself I said, so you keep hunting, like you've got time, and it's cold out, right? So mm-hmm. we've got all the time in the world. I was like, you can hunt till sundown, but I just don't know if I can get this dude in the bed of the truck by myself. I was like, so you keep hunting, do your thing, I'll be okay for a while. Drag the deer out, walk to the truck, get all my gear off, get it loaded up in the truck. Oh, yeah, and I'm, when I'm walking out, there's a tall seven-point just oh, staring man. at me. <laughs> yeah, and so I sat there. It was and had my buck's brother. Yeah, <laughs> I had a little stare down with him for a little while. Get to the truck drive back there and actually no it was as i was getting ready to get in the truck to drive back to where my deer was i hear kind of in the direction where buddy was i hear a shot and i'm like i bet you that was buddy so i sit there for a second wait and then i get a text from him it's a picture and it's, there's deer down from where he is in his stand and i'm like did we just double up on bucks on opening day and he's <laughs> like i think so so i call him <laughs> at that point and i was like all right um i guess i'm gonna come to you first and we'll get your deer out and then we'll come and get mine. So that's what we did. Drove up there, met up with him, got him out. His buck was a – it was a seven-point also, smaller buck. But um, he just comes in from Texas and doesn't have a whole lot of time to hunt up here and likes to put a deer in the freezer. So And he, he was like, well, Derek got one. I guess I should go ahead and shoot one. So he shot that buck. We loaded it up, got mine. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. So for anybody that struggled with the truck by themselves, yes. like what uh, I've hunted a lot by myself and had to do this. And one time I didn't – have the common sense to do what I'm going to tell you to do, or you probably know this, but anybody else, just as a tip for, I know we have a lot of new hunters that listen to this stuff. Um, I finally figured out to, uh, to devise a system of the two ropes and the, the bed, bed of your truck, put two ropes in the corner, usually have some kind of hook in the, in there and you'll be able to lift the head up. That's mm-hmm. your best bet on the weight, right? Like you can get it up and then tie it up and then you can get another rope with a knot ready to go and you can start to get the legs up and then knot and then you can like slowly get the deer in the if you so if you any of you guys hunt by yourself like that's a good tip to uh, cuz it it sounds you, you're like 150 pounds like no, I can do that like I can pick up a pack of shingles mm, like no it's man dead it's weight. dead weight and it's awkward as all yeah, get awkward. out so the the t- like tying the head off and then going around and working the other side by yourself is the only way you'll be able to do that so especially when they start to stiffen up and their mm-hmm. legs yeah. are like hanging on <coughs> yeah. stuff yeah. and and i mean even people that are like i've done it before like when you shoot i think what'd you say yours weighed uh that on the hoof 200 on hoof. if you've never killed a 200 pound deer you just don't like the difference between jake the deer we're going to talk about next and a like 130 pound deer cannot be overstated all right very quick redneck story about getting a deer in your truck by yourself this was in 2016 and i will like i won't tell all the other details of the story it's not relevant but i get a big buck i'm out there by myself how am i going to get this in the truck drug it out of the woods it got down to a barn on the property and i had a a 50 foot section of rope in the bed of the truck and then my truck and i go through the barn and i found an old door and then i also had a tarp in the truck all right so here's some macgyver stuff here tied this deer off to the rope and then to the, the hitch of the truck, looped around, mm. and there was a picnic bench out there. Looped around and got it to where the deer was like kind of oh almost God. lined up with the picnic bench, and then untied it, got the tarp, drug the deer onto the tarp. Or sorry, no, I took the door that I found in the barn, made a ramp onto the picnic bench, and then put the deer on the tarp, strung the rope over all of that back to the truck, and then slowly pulled the deer up this the door amazing. on the tarp onto the bed of the truck. <laughs> then wow. backed the truck up to the, the picnic table and then pushed him the, the last of the way in. I've got it's pictures like, of this somewhere what? on my phone. It's a lot easier if you just get the two ropes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I had one rope yeah, and yeah. a picnic bench that, and a door. That's why I'm telling people you, you know, should be ready. Uh, yeah, so, Very resourceful. Tis time. Very fireman of you. Tis time. You've, you've said it quietly this whole time. 
I just yeah. want to say that Jacob and I did not purposely wear the two Go Wild shirts. Uh, this is a four-year-old sweatshirt. Derek had his on and didn't want to look like a total goober, <laughs> so he took his off. But also, Donovan has this shirt on. Like no. I never see anybody wearing this thing. <clears throat> but I, we, we, I wear we, mine all the time. We've it's one of my favorite hoodies. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that's how every morning at seven thirty, when Derek gets to the warehouse, I verify it's not an attacker or uh, someone stealing <laughs> by just like, oh yeah, it's Derek's go out sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, turn yeah. off this system. So, yep. all right, um, tell us about it. Yeah, because yours is you said it's. Cra- uh, Fun story. Wild. Yeah. So very wild. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, so um I'm gonna I'm gonna start this whole this whole story off with uh, the bad news. So last Sunday I'm at my son's soccer tournament. It's my birthday. It's like my plan is to get home as soon as we can after the soccer tournament, get out for a hunt. So I go out, it's I get there at four thirty, which you know it's an hour before sunset and so i'm i don't take the saddle i'm just i'm gonna get in there with my bow put myself in a natural blind get in a spot to take a shot longer stories stuff happening a doe comes out with her yearling i take a shot at the doe and hit no man's land so i just pierced her back um she turned she runs off with the arrows skewered through her and so for the next two days i'm just like a mess like in my head, reviewing the shot, like what happened, what went you, wrong. You were a bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. It was more annoying. than usual. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. And, we should clarify. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, all that to say, like, I was kind of defeated and, and irritated with the whole situation, and so I was looking forward to rifle season to hopefully see her show up. Um, that you know, just opening morning, I could just see her coming out, putting her down, ending the whole saga. So. I was excited to hunt hard this weekend and I saw, I saw deer Saturday, you know, I had a shot on a six point that was, you know, the one I mentioned earlier, big body, small, tight rack. Um, I just had higher hopes. And so I decided to, it was a challenging shot angle. And so I decided if if he was a lot bigger, I'd push myself, but with this, I'm just going to let it go. So I let him walk off. Um, not much action, on Saturday beyond that. And then Sunday morning I go back out to the barn uh, because I had seen some good bucks on camera coming in that night. So I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm hoping they stick around, they bedded down, I'll catch them coming out to, to go feed or chase or whatever. And so I'm sitting in the barn, I'm getting my stuff out. Like I'm not even sitting there ready yet. And I hear burp, burp, burp. just a buck coming up towards the barn. He comes I mean, I could have poked him with my rifle out through the boards. <laughs> he goes past the barn that close. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was that same six-point. Body size looked the same. Rack wasn't real big. So then I'm sitting there. Ten minutes later, there's another one coming back the backside of the barn. I'm like, what oh in the gosh. hell? So they come out, and you, you all have been there, so mm-hmm. they come out of the back fields, mm-hmm. and they're going towards the pond. Now, mm-hmm. where they go from there, I don't know. The palm we fish or the duck pond? Yeah, the palm we fish. Okay. Um, and so I'm like, well, they're gone for the day. And so I go back to the alley where I saw the six point the other, you know, the previous day and just parked there for a little bit. And I'm like, he came through a little before lunch yesterday. I'll sit here until then. If I don't see him, I'm going over to the new farm. So my mother-in-law just bought another farm. Um, haven't hunted out there. Haven't really scouted that much out there. But I did walk into this one section of woods the other day when I was out there setting up a ground blind and saw some monster scrapes. And I, I you know, I sent the photos around to you guys where they were, they were at least to my like <laughs> shoulders yeah. and chest. I've never seen anything like what you sent. It was incredible. Rubs. Yeah. Rubs. But it, it literally the one, the, the four foot high one or yeah, five dude. foot high one. I was like, I just I almost thought at first when you sent that, I'm like, that can't be a rub. And then yeah. you're looking at it, it's like, it, that yeah. is 100% a rub. I kind of had the same reaction. Yeah. So, yeah. so when I was out there, the same thing. I'm like, I'm looking around for a giant tree that fell past this thing and yeah. ripped it to pieces. Yeah. And then I start seeing other ones. I'm like, no, these these are legit rubs. Like, there's a there's a He's moose in here. Yeah. <laughs> He's just bitter. <laughs> so um, that that's kind of it. I, I went through there, saw some sign, got back out. Uh, so anyways, I'm when I'm going out to the new farm to set up the hunt for the afternoon – I, there's a triangle of woods 
where this this stuff all these this sign was there's a creek bed on the other side of it and then um there's like another triangle of woods across from that one a little bit so just imagine like a field shaped like a v and there's triangle of oh, woods triangle of woods you got creek. A, so you got like this t- pinch point yeah yeah and frankly two of them and so i'm sitting there and I set myself up to where all those rubs in the woods are to my left, and I'm facing the other V of trees because there's a scrape on one corner or one side of it near the corner. And I, you know, I put some some Tink 69 out there, just hoping somebody's working that line. And I'm sitting there, I'm texting Braden, and oh, so I'm 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 have my self set up to point at that scrape. And again, those the rub spot is to my left, but I've, I'm in a position where I can turn that way. So I'm sitting there and I text Braden and I hear off to my right. There's a little forky up on the top of the hill that had winded me because my wind was going that direction. Mm-hmm. And he just walks off real slow. I'm like, dang it. I hope something wasn't something else wasn't up there with him. So um, five minutes, m- maybe five minutes i don't even know i hear trot you know steps coming through the woods to my left so there's a there's a very clear trail and i knew if they're going to come out of there that's where they would come through so i hear those steps and i look and then i turn to where i am like first the first thing that comes out of that i'm in line (laughs) of sight to take it and you're in your saddle no, I'm sitting you, on the ground. You're on man. the ground. Okay. I'm in that, that turkey hunting thing that Brad Bonar gave us. I just um, – I want to point out that I didn't realize all this happened on the new property. I didn't either. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I thought it was on the roller other coaster yeah, yeah. emotions yeah. over here. Yeah. I, I kind of went dark yesterday. Yeah. You know, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was very focused. Um, and it was a new Paid property. Off. And so I was doing a lot of thinking of, like, where am I going to set up? What am I going to do? Yeah. So, anyways, I'm sitting there, and I turn, and there's a hay bale – possibly 15 yards away and so that is going to be directly behind whatever steps out the doe oh Oh. i keep forgetting parts of this story yeah this is crazy all right so i'm i'm texting liz i'm like here's where i'm sitting i just saw you know a a little fork up at the top of the hill and she's like well that's the exact spot i think i saw a doe the other day (laughs) just shot her (laughs) seriously that quick She's like, what? And like, she's yeah, dead. Just got her. And so I, I shoot this doe, decent sized doe. Um, now that I know you killed the doe first, my mind is like, yeah, oh, this, is crazy. this is what makes the story yeah. crazy. So the, I have never, and this is gruesome. I have never seen a deer throw this much blood in all directions, but mm-hmm. she was absolutely gushing turns comes directly at me. <laughs> I have my rifle up to prevent her from running over me. Wow. She, she sees that and bolts into the woods. So this triangle. Where'd you hit her? Uh, I got her right right there, and then it came out up in the chest. Was like frothy? Did you do a necropsy on her? Yeah, I got so, a lung. Yeah, okay. lung. So she's just like frothy and. Yeah. yeah. Did you get heart at and all? And I could either? see lung on the ground once I got up. Do you know if you got heart Didn't also? Heart. Okay. Did not get heart. Yeah. So. Uh, and for what I could tell, it was one lung. I might have gotten a piece mm-hmm. of the other one. I didn't expect yeah. it a ton. So I get up, and I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm going to give it a few minutes just to make sure. I heard her bolting through the woods, but I never heard, like, a, a crash. crash. Yeah. I'm like, she has to be dead. There is no way. I'm, I can see, That's like, crazy. someone went through with a spray can of red paint. Mm-hmm. And um, so I get up. I walk over to where she was hit. Uh, you know, I bring up the hay bale cause I could see where my bullet went through her and hit the hay bale and like blew a hole in it. Mm. Um, so I, f- I follow her blood trail in through those woods. She kind of zigzags back and forth, goes almost to the property line. I was like, no, no, mm. she's going to go over this cow field and I gotta go get permission to get her. But then she comes back and she goes down the hill to the Creek bed crosses the creek bed now i am still seeing like murder scene amounts of blood wow shocked yeah that yeah. she got this far yeah so i go across I'm, and i'm creeping because i don't want to bumper just in case so i creep down through the creek bed 
Um, there's a little bit of water in the creek. I I see where she went up the other side of the creek because there's there's blood on on both sides and there's a tree right there, and I get up to the other I crest the other side of the creek, and I hear a commotion, and I'm like, oh, there's no way this deer is still alive in my head. There there is there's no way she's still alive. So I just I stand there for a second. I look over towards the direction I'm hearing the sound. I get my, my binos up, and I see deer body moving. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. After last weekend, this is really what's happening right now. Stands up, and his antlers are sticking up over the top of this grass, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. And there's, there's like six-inch trees on both sides of me. So I immediately set up on the one to my left – for a standing shot i am not a great shooter this is just what was afforded to me Mm -hmm. so i get myself set up on this tree and i am staring at him through my scope and i don't have a great line of sight because this it's like prairie back there some of the stuff is seven feet tall and he is thrashing around my first thought is that he's on that doe that's where she crashed down he's over there messing with her um and so I'm just waiting, watching him. And then I realize like there's a, gr- like a cut through in the grass to my right. And so I sneak down into the creek bed to the other tree and come back up. And How get far ready. is he? 20. Wow. Oh, whoa. Holy smokes. Maybe. You crept up on him at 20. I was shocked he did not see me. I'm shocked. I've, so I've got the map on, on where everything was and where I was standing when I shot he's him. He's just so he in his up. own world. Yeah, he's just. He was I, thinking with his other brain probably. I'm, <laughs> I'm right. kind of yeah. thinking he might have bred her right there before she came up the hill to me. Yeah. Maybe. Um, just like where everything's at. So I'll show you all the map of all this stuff and where he was. So he's he's on the same side of the creek as me, but the creek bends around. So he starts coming towards me and I'm set up on this other tree. He comes towards me and he's probably 15 yards kind of quartered a little bit, but it's almost a head on shot. Two, yeah. Right? yeah. And I just pop. I'm like, I'm not giving him a chance to get any closer than this. Yeah. Bang. Um, Did you shoulder him? Bridge so shot or what? Straight, straight through the front of his chest here. Okay. Like up under the shoulder. Yeah. And then it came out right behind okay. the other Jeez. side shoulder. You missed the shoulders? Yeah, I didn't hit That's it. That's great. No bone. Yeah. <laughs> so much so, for not a good shooter. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> hey, I mean, guys, I'm not kidding 15 yards. It had to be. I have never been this close mm-hmm. to, a, to a, a deer of that size, period. But for me to be standing and in his kitchen and him come right at me. Yeah. Uh, that no narked on him. Dude, I was a mess. So – he he doesn't go very far, and it's almost like he lays down. Yeah. There's not a crash. What did you shoot him with? 30-06. Mm, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I would almost be afraid of that close. It that it like wouldn't mushroom. expand. It wouldn't do yeah. what it's supposed yeah. yeah. So the exit wound on the, the doe was about that big, mm-hmm. um, and she was just as close. So both of the shots were really close. And what's interesting about it is they were the reverse mm. shot. So her exit was his entry, yeah, huh. and vice versa. So he doesn't Romeo go Juliet. He doesn't go very far. <laughs> like they just they just honeymooned, and I yeah, mean, you should have you should have mounted on together. Like that. <laughs> so uh, I was nervous because he didn't run very far. He didn't crash down. I didn't hear the you know the sometimes they make when they're dying, and so I was just, I was just nervous. Mm-hmm. I backed out, texted you. Yep. So I had not confirmed he was dead at that point. I texted my brother-in-law. He's at the farm. He's in a suit. Just got out of church. I'm like, dude, I, I need help. I I need to make sure this deer is down, but I need someone with eyes from a higher point so I can go in and, you know, if I bump him, you see which way he goes. And so I, I literally take my pants and jacket off so that he has something to cover his suit up. And he goes out and stands on the one side of the hill, the creek valley, and I go to I go creep down the creek bed to where, basically to where I shot him, and then walk up and start cutting through this prairie, find the doe, 
I found where she was. And then I'm, I just like, I'm snaking my way through really quietly and carefully and come up. I can see where there's a depression and then I see his rack and I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude, he's on the ground. He's, yep. he's down and give him the old eye poke test. And I, I, I mean, it still doesn't feel real. Like no, it, it all happens so fast, so intense. And, uh, the getting his big butt out of that creek bed and up, you know, a hundred yards of straight mm. uphill, dude. I mean, for whitetail, like what Derek's story, like really cool. But like that's that's whitetail hunting, it's like the normal stand, whitetail story, right? Yeah. Stand and then I didn't know he was coming and he pops out. That's crazy. Like yeah. you don't you don't have many. Like I was looking for another deer, I was spot and stalking, or like I ended up spot and stalking this guy. He was going crazy. I shot him as he was coming at me. Like that's nuts. Yeah. I mean, I can I can picture him when I took that shot, and he is. Dead on, straight coming at me, and just like so in the zone over. It looks like what you see like elk hunting videos. Yeah, what I've been thinking about this. They're coming through all those aspens and stuff. Like that's what it felt like. I wish I had attacked the camera recording this. (laughs) Yeah, but if you've been fiddling with the camera, you might like in that moment. Who knows? You could have screwed up. So this is why I don't film myself because I'm not good enough. But the film through scope, dude. The film through. You put that on your optic, and it's literally just you press a button, and boom, you're recording whatever you're seeing through the scope. From the tree stand, though, with these guys that run multiple cameras, there, I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I have trouble without it. (laughs) But remember my story. I mean, I'm standing over my deer, and I have that other deer five feet behind me, just staring at me. Yeah, sometimes they don't do it. I happen to feel last year that's where i shot my buck this year is where phil recovered his dead buck last year in same situation there were other bucks like right next to his dead buck i've had multiple times where i've come out of my stand after shooting a deer or even not shooting a deer just being out of my stand and there's deer right there now so what we should do (laughs) shoot is get a deer cadaver (laughs) (laughs) put it in bait well the people no, it's like they uh, they excrete all that piss, and it puts this giant scent in the air, too. So sometimes it'll actually – they'll come in. Really? To, yeah, like they weren't there. But then going back to what I said earlier about the doe that's getting shot at, all they're hearing are gun blasts everywhere, and then their buddy just drops over dead to yeah. them. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like – it's not like what I think – in our head they're like right. they don't associate it necessarily that like that sound way over there was different from all the other like in my spot 103 shots on opening day yeah. they're hearing that all day long and then finally one of them and their buddy's dead like they don't necessarily like tie those yeah. together i don't think yeah uh, i wonder how so, much commotion plays into this too right? i don't know I, like because when you have a fight it's just like the loudest thing in the woods and maybe like, maybe they think like oh there's a scrap going on maybe yeah. i mean a lot yeah them when when you shoot them and they go off and run and crash, like it does sound like when they're fighting too. Yeah. Though. yeah. But yeah. if anybody has uh, informed insights into that, that'd be cool yeah. to yeah. respond and post that on Go Out of like, why do you think they come in? But I think a lot of it is the scent. But then, like I said, they hear crash shots all day long, and then all yeah. of a sudden, old Jimmy's dead. But like, eh, we didn't really like Jimmy anyways. <laughs> in your yeah. case, yeah. <laughs> he was a ladies' man. He needed to go. Dude, I gotta <laughs> say though, you gotta check out if you haven't looked at the, these guys. Tro- have you logged yours yet? I haven't logged it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, they're both beastly bucks. Yes, I'm so proud of, of you guys. Dude, yeah. I know. Did you so, measure it? All right. I, I didn't measure it. Ah. Dude, here's the thing. I had my go wild. I had this hat in my truck ready to take my beauty shots <laughs> if I got something. Like, all this stuff I had planned out, nothing happened. Uh, dude. Yep. <laughs> no, I get it. But, um, so, I we did take it to C&J, which is, I, I just drop them off and let them process them. Um and yeah, there was a with two of them, I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> Dude, field dressing that buck was a lot harder than the doe. I was kind of shocked. Oh, because uh, working around the goods. So much. Stronger. Oh, just bigger. Just, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I take them over to CNJ. There's a Kentucky biologist there. That's cool. And I said, they have a scale, but it was all backed up. And I said, can you just give me, you know, ballpark what you think? And so he's the one came over and was like, yeah, I, I bet he's easily 200 on hoof, and. I asked, you know, like, which is a big body deer for us in Kentucky. It's it's not like those real northern deer where a doe can weigh that that much. Like the way he was laying, he was kind of like he laid straight down like a dog will do when you say down. And I mean, just the hips on that dude, I was (laughs) shocked at just big. So, anyways, uh, the biologist said that he thinks he's two and a half. Really, two and a half? Wow, that's crazy for that for two and a half. He's like, yeah. that's you know that's what we i looked at the teeth be i no i i didn't do any of that i don't know if no but did, to, he, did no. he no we need to get no. our hands on the bottom jaw on it if you can because that'd be a really good way to age it well if i get the yeah get the head back we'll yeah. do that so, you're doing a well, if you told shoulder hero, they 
Are you doing Euro? I'm doing Euro. He's they doing won't. Euro. They won't. Yeah. They won't give you the bottom job back though, will they? Well, uh, they will. I I had a someone do a European for me years ago. You still say the I, bottom. I asked him. Well, I, I had say, to I call think, him and ask I, him. I, I, like, I think hey, you'll have to ask for it, it though. For me. Yeah. yeah. You might want to call him back. Yeah. I think he's calling him back anyway. Well, that's unrelated. Yeah. I think Derek's going to do my Euro. If oh, we, are you? If we can get it back, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So, um, t- don't tell them you want to try it yourself. Don't tell them you're taking business elsewhere. So, <laughs> um, crazy weekend. Uh, so happy for you guys. I, uh, it's, it's awesome. I love watching the thread and getting to talk to you guys. Like, all this makes me super pumped. Yeah. I'm, I, I sent Dan a text on Saturday and told him if he wanted to come back out yesterday with me, he could have. Because I had that stand, which is right where – there's another stand that's new that's set up right where that buck was at and where all the, where I was saying I'm going to saddle. I'm going to saddle a little further out, but if Dan goes, I can put him in one of those spots. So. Yeah. yeah, Dan uh, Dan went out on quite the trip this past weekend. It would have been cool to have him on, but yeah. somebody's got to get that, stuff done around here. Well, yeah, and it's like, well, honestly, if Eric had been here, we would have had six people that were out this Legit, weekend yeah, with, yeah. with stories um so yeah. i'm sure this will continue uh we'll, yeah. we'll have more stuff so thanks you all for listening for an especially long episode of yeah. uncensored we don't yeah. do this all the time i think we're gonna be pushing over an hour by the time we've stopped all these cameras and restarted everything yeah. so we had to take a pee break <laughs> <laughs> oh man excitement <laughs> <laughs> nervous peace yeah, yeah. nervous peace. like a chihuahua <laughs> yeah so uh thanks for listening y'all make sure you log these to get your points for rewards hit the plus sign log time You'll find uh, Outdoor Podcast, and then you can go to Uncensored. We have Jacob, Kentucky Waterfall Night, Braden Ware, and Derek Tolls. <gasps> you did it. I, I, no, I always do it. It's just like I second-guess it every freaking time. And I'm Brad Luttrell. Thank you for listening. Bye.